time. Uh, God really gave this song to me, put it on my heart, and I wrestled with them for a while because I don't know how we're going to sing bass and lead, so just I encourage everybody to sing along with us. Let's do our best we can.
page 112, Touring That City. and God, I got a promise, Terry, someday you're going to find me touring that city. Uh, no doubt about it, God, save my soul. Our prayer this morning is if you're lost, maybe you don't even know you're lost, you're, 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 you're confused, but I pray that God would make it clear to you today where you stand. Church, I want to have a hallelujah meeting. That's my heart's desire. I appreciate being here. God, everybody's here. I'm thankful for our visitors. I wonder this time who's got a song. Anyone at all with a song in their heart? 
Let's pray for him, church. Thank you. 
this. Uh, Cooper opened up real good. Boy, it's spiritual. And uh, they sang good. Boy, that's right out of heaven. That's, that's coming right out of the throne room of God. And there's a powerful spirit here. And what I like for us to do, like for us to all stand back up. I like for them to sing at least another verse to that song. And I would like to say, I feel in my heart. I believe somebody could come to Alder this morning and get saved right now. And if, if that's God calling, if you need to renew up, you can do that too. But if you're here this morning and God's calling you, don't be ashamed or don't be shy. I'm telling you what, it takes God to save us. And I, I know how I made it. Well, I appreciate that I'm saved by God's grace. I know how I made it. And I sure have got it made. Wasn't because daddy was a deacon, mama was a Christian. Sure not because I was a good boy. But I've got it made by grace. If you don't have that, now listen. If you don't know you have that, I don't just guess at it. While they sing, come and pray. this morning but I'm excited to hear Terry and I'm praying for him so if no one else has anything let's be much in prayer let's lift him up he can't do it without the church and without God so let's really pray for him this time we'll turn it over to our pastor brother Terry we love him this morning I, I felt the Lord even as people were coming in and then when uh, Taylor and Katie started leading the congregational singing. Boy, I felt the Lord in that. 
and then the special singing and Cooper opening up. God's just blessed us wonderfully to be here this morning. I appreciate every person that's here, and I appreciate every person that's listening and watching on the live stream. And uh, I'd like to uh, turn back in the scripture to the uh, second chapter of Genesis again. That's where I was at uh, last Sunday, and uh, I'd like to turn back there, and I'd like to start reading about verse 10, and you pray real hard, and uh, everybody please obey the Lord. Uh, I'm just firmly convinced that God's already called people to come to altar. Now, he may still be calling you. You don't have to wait till I get finished to come to the altar. Uh, people need to come to the altar when God's calling them. And uh, we ought to do everything that God wants us to do when God wants us to do it. And I know we get nervous. and uh, uh, My nature's always been one of shyness and backwardsness. And, and uh, I really wrestled with it when God was calling me to come to the altar. But God helped me do it. Even if you're extremely shy, God will help you do what you need to do. Everything that God gives us to do, God helps us do it. And so I want you to pray, starting uh, verse 10 in chapter 2 in the book of Genesis. For a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, which is uh, compassed the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is bedellium. And onyx stones. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hittakel. This is it which goeth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And so uh, last week I shared with you, and I won't stay there too long, but over in the book of uh, uh, Song of Solomon. Uh, the Song of Solomon uh, talks about a garden is enclosed is my sister, my spouse, a spring shut up, a fountain sealed. It's got a wall around it. It's protected. He also says, uh, my beloved has gone down into his garden to the bed of spices uh, to feed in the gardens and to gather lilies. And so uh, just to be real plain and show you where I'm at this morning, uh, and I mentioned that uh, when uh, God put the garden, he planted it eastward in Eden. And I, I'd never noticed that before, uh, but God gave it to me, and it was just such a blessing. Uh, the garden uh, didn't include uh, the whole land of Eden to start out with, but God gave room for it to grow. And now that garden's still growing. It's still real. And uh, the church is God's garden. And where it talks about in the song of Solomon, he went down into his garden to gather lilies. That ties in with the song you sang, I Know How I Made It. Uh, one time, and I use this illustration, uh, one time... Uh, I was a weed on the outside of the garden and God uh, picked me up when I reached out to him by faith and he reached down by grace and uh, he changed me from a, a weed into a lily. And now I'm part of his garden now. And uh, God's, uh, he's got some uh, water that waters the garden. And so uh, that river came out of Eden, it parted into four heads and it became uh, four rivers. And uh, the first river is named Pison, uh, that which compasses the whole land of Havilon. It says where there's gold there. Now, Pison uh, in the Hebrew means a uh, full flowing, uh, a free flowing river. Uh, boy, I'm glad that uh, when God reached down and got me, he uh, put a, a free flowing river in my soul. I, I'm glad I, I got some water. What kind of water do you have, preacher? I have the water out of the, uh, the river of life. 
And now, uh, there's uh, two lines here that I need to use for comparison. I need to preach some about uh, my eternal soul, and I need to preach some about my life that I lived down here before the world and by the grace of God. See, uh, the church, we see two pictures of the church, just one church, but uh, in my soul, there's a perfect part of me. Uh, it's been saved by it's, uh, the grace of God. I've got eternal life. I'm on my way to heaven. But now, uh, the part you see that's supposed to reflect the Lord, I need uh, to keep my body under subjection. I, I need to do uh, what that said back there in Ephesians. I, I need to come. I need to put on the whole armor of God. And I need to fight the battles for the Lord. Now, uh, when you look at people that are Christians that live right and walk right. We talk about them uh, being uh, great oak trees in our life. Uh, I've got some oak trees around here that helps me and blesses me. I've got some that's already crossed the river. Uh, now, but uh, when I talk about some of the oak trees, and uh, think, I can name a bunch of them. Uh, they come to mind. Uh, Sister Judy Carroll for one and Brother Enos. I think of them. I think the old preachers, uh, Siegel, and uh, I think of Everett Smith and, and Jarvie Rains. And, uh, I, I think of Flavus Ash. Uh, I think of some of those fellows. Now, those people, men and women, uh, they wasn't perfect on the outside, but they was perfect in their soul. But now what we need to do is keep the Bible said we need to keep our bodies under subjection. Uh, we need uh, to live godly. So when, when I'm living for the Lord, even though I'm not perfect in the flesh, Anthony, when I'm living for the Lord and keeping my body under subjection, I'm walking right and talking right, then it lets what I've got on the inside uh, show up on the outside. Uh, that's what the Bible talking about when it says, let your light shine that others may see your good works and glorify the Father. So now, uh, here's what I want to get to. When I, when I talk about this uh, river of Pison, it's a free-flowing river, and it says, compasseth the whole land of Havilah where there is gold. The word Havilah means a circle. I'm telling you what, uh, this has got a circle in, and there's gold in this land. And it talks about bedellium down here. And it talks, it talks about the onyx stone. Boy, I, that blessed me when I first read that and it got on my heart. I, I got over in the book of Exodus. And when God gave the church the priesthood, he, he said, now Moses, I want you to do a, a, some things for Aaron and his sons. They're going to serve in the priesthood. I want them to have priestly garments on. They, they made them garments. Everybody couldn't wear the priest's garments, just the priests. But I'm telling you in the age that we live in, when you get saved, you become a priest and a king unto God. But now, over here, when it was talking about the priest's garment, they said, put up on their shoulders. said, put onyx stones. And on the one shoulder, there were six names of the tribes of Israel. On the other shoulder, there were six other names of the tribes of Israel. They made the whole 12 tribes. You know what kind of mounts they were in? They were mounted in solid gold. Boy, I'm telling you what, that reminds me of Jesus. He bore the weight of all the family of God on his shoulders. And he bore it in gold and precious stone. Boy, that ought to stir you up a little bit. I'm glad for my God. And so talks about the land of Havilah. It compasses the whole land of Havilah. And the gold in that land is good. Praise God. But let me ask you this. Uh, let me preach like this this morning. When this uh, full flowing river uh, flowed into my soul, uh, but is it flowing in my life day by day? Uh, can people see Jesus in me? Is that river really flowing? Uh, what is moving in your life? 
that river uh, hit water, so garden uh, down there in the, in the land of Eden. And so that's one of the four rivers. Uh, boy, it gets interesting down here to me. And it goes down here and it says and talks about the second one. Down verse 13, the name of the second river is Gihon. Uh, the same is that uh, that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. Now, uh, Gihon means overflowing. It means uh, springing up. Boy, it's more than just full. It's overflowing. Well, preacher, how can it be overflowing? Well, let me remind you of what Jesus told the woman down there at the well one time. Uh, when Jesus was talking to the woman down at the well, and they were talking about oh, water, and uh, she didn't understand. She was taking it naturally. Uh, uh, she wanted to drink that water so she didn't get thirsty anymore. Uh, but Jesus was talking about her soul. And he said, if you drink of this water uh, that uh, you have here in this well, and she had her water pots there. Uh, she was doing good. She's getting water. Uh, uh, but I, I'm glad of one thing. Uh, Sean, he said, if you drink of this water, you'll thirst again. Uh, but boy, listen to me this morning. Uh, Jesus said, if you'll drink of the water that I give you, uh, he said, uh, you'll never thirst anymore. Uh, and here's what he said, Cooper. I know you know what he said. He said, but it'll be in you a well water of springing up into everlasting life. Boy, I like that, Kenny. Uh, talk, it wasn't just full. It was running over. Uh, Johnny, it was springing up into everlasting life. Uh, it's springing up. Uh, praise God. I'm on my way to heaven. Uh, Russ, uh, it's a springing up in me. I can feel it springing up this morning. Boy, when they were uh, singing that song uh, about I know how I made it, uh, Anthony, uh, and talking about I uh, just want to sing you one more song before I go. Folks, listen, uh, we're not here always. Uh, we're here just for a little season. If you're going to do anything, you better get at it. And so not only uh, did Jesus tell that one, uh, it'll be in you a well of water springing up. So uh, another place, and I thought of this, when the psalmist David was writing the 23rd Psalm, he didn't just say, God filled my cup up. He did fill it up, but praise God. He said, my cup runneth over. Uh, Brother Kenny, I'm glad we got something uh, that just doesn't just fill our cup up, but it runs it over. Well, listen, uh, that's the way it is in my soul, but let me ask you, how is it in your life? Are you letting God uh, fill your life up with his goodness and grace? Are you letting him run it over? Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, too many times uh, we get involved in the things of this life. We get uh, weighted down with the troubles and the problems of life and there's things going on. Uh, I'm afraid uh, we don't let uh, God run our cup over in our life be the ray. Uh, but when we'll uh, come to the Lord, even in the midst of trouble, uh, I'm telling you, it uh, seems like there's always something to bug you, uh, something uh, to bother you. Let me just tell you how my morning went. Uh, I've got some uh, uh, groundhogs that's been burrowing in under my back porch. And so I, I bought a trap and I put out, I wanted to catch it. I wanted to get it out of the way, uh, get it away from there. Well, my little dog went about crazy this morning. And so uh, Linda looked, she said, oh, I don't think you got a groundhog, thank you got a raccoon. I thought, boy, that's just what I need this morning. I was getting ready for church. Uh, I went out and it, sure enough, it was a raccoon, great big fat one. Uh, I went out and I took the uh, cage out a little ways. I, I turned it loose and boy, the raccoon took off. I, I said, well, I'm glad of that. Uh, well, he made a big circle and come back, back under my porch. <laughs> Aggravated the far out of me. My little dog went crazy. Rawr, 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 rawr. Barking, I like to drive me nuts. Finally got him settled down and we got ready for church. Uh, come out uh, to get ready and 
I, I made sure I got my black truck all cleaned up uh, to come to church so it looked nice this morning. Got my black truck, turned the key, nothing. It didn't even grunt. It wouldn't start. Even the little overhead light wouldn't come on. Uh, boy, I, I said, my goodness gracious. And uh, so anyway, I won't tell you the rest of the problems we had. Uh, but listen, uh, there's things that aggravate you and bother you. And I said, Lord Jesus, help me. I gotta get my mind off of the natural things and off the world. There's uh, more important things. If the raccoon eat the uh, whole back porch off, and if the if the truck uh, rusted away and blowed away, it wouldn't make a difference as far as what's going on spiritually. We all have things to contend with. We have problems. Uh, we have uh, things that irritate us. But I'm telling you what, we need to come uh, like the river of Gihon. We need to let it water our life and our garden, and we need to let it run over. We need to be filled up like Passon. That's the first river. We need to let it run over in our life like Gihon. Uh, let God move and have power in your life. Praise God. Are you doing that? You can. Are you saved? You've got to be saved before you can experience these uh, good things of God. And uh, you don't have to be a special person to get saved. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves you. You're not so good that you don't need saving. You're not so bad that you can't be saved. No matter what your personality, your background is, Jesus died on that old rugged cross for you. Oh, let's go on a little bit. Let's go to that third river down here. Boy, the name of that third river is Hittakel. That is it which goeth toward the east of Assyria and the fourth river is Euphrates. But I, I want to deal with Hittakel for a little bit. In the Hebrew, the word Hittakel, it means uh, uh, going straight or darting or having have, kind of going like an arrow. Uh, that's part of it. Or, or kind of the way you'd be in a race. The river Hittakel. It means uh, launching out, uh, darting, uh, going straight. Now, uh, and the writer, I read, kind of, kind of did a little research on it and said the Hebrews used this. They used this word to illustrate the flight of an arrow. Now, think about an arrow. If, if you're going to have an arrow fly, and of course, and then, you know, you used to use the saying all the time, straight as an arrow. I remember when I was a kid, uh, maybe I got in trouble. Mom said, I told you not to do that, and you went straight as an arrow and did it anyway. And so, you know, I had trouble. I had punishment. Uh, back then, uh, people, and I guess they still do sometimes, back then if a kid got out of line, disobeyed his parents, got in trouble. I'm telling you what, but listen, uh, what this is talking about, straight as an arrow. And also, uh, if you're going to have an arrow, you've got to aim it. There's got to be a target. Uh, folks, uh, do we have a goal in our life? Do we have a target? It also uh, deals with a man that's running a race. You know, Apostle Paul, uh, he seemed like he was a real uh, sports-minded person. You say, really? Apostle Paul and Bible? Yeah, he talked about wrestling. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I, I read that this morning. And he talks about over in the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews, uh, uh, well, sin we're compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let's lay it aside every weight and the sin which does so be beset. Let us run with patience the race which is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, listen to me uh, today, folks. Uh, we need to be about the Father's business. We need uh, to be minding the Lord. And when this is uh, talking about a hit or kill down here, I'm telling you what, uh, there's some things we need to be thinking on. Uh, oh, listen. I, I'm glad we've got a God that's a big God. He's able today uh, to help us and he's able to give us what we need but we need to let the waters of God flow in our lives. 
We need to be like uh, the man that's running a race. Uh, you probably watch people run races. I like to watch races. Uh, people just running foot races. They've got to stay on the track. They've got to stay where they need to be running. And there's a finish line that they need to cross. Uh, boy, listen, let me preach a little bit about Euphrates and maybe I might get uh, back to that second river a little bit. There's some more things in there I didn't get. I might need to. Maybe God's saving that for the invitation. I don't know. Uh, but when you've got all these rivers flowing, boy, and I like this Euphrates, it means, it means a sweet-smelling savor. Now, not Savior like S-A-V-I-O-U-R, but S-A-V-O-U-R, that's a fragrance. That's something that's pleasing to God. And the Bible talks about, you know, let me, I think I've got this marked over here. Maybe I have. If I have, I'll, I'll get over here and, and talk about this a little bit. Maybe I'll get to it. Oh, it's in over, over in, the, in the book of Second Corinthians, I think. It says over here, chapter 2, verse 14, said, Now, thanks be to God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ. See, we got the victory in him. And maketh manifest the Savior of the, his knowledge uh, by us in every place. That we are, listen to this, that we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ. A sweet aroma, a sweet fragrance, something that's good and pleasant. But listen how it says it. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. Well, how, what's that talking about, preacher? It means that we have an influence on people around us. Uh, people that we come in contact in our life. If they're saved people uh, and we're living for God and we're letting God move through us and bless us, if we're letting the water flow in our life, we can help them and encourage them. Well, what about if they're lost, preacher? Well, uh, that's, uh, that's even more special if it's possible, Dale. When I was a lost boy, uh, there were people around me that had that uh, sweet savor of Christ in them uh, that were unto me, uh, helping me uh, see that I needed Jesus. I needed the Lord, and they helped me see it. God's Spirit moved through them and helped me to see that. Boy, I'm telling you what, I'm glad I'm saved. Uh, let's get us a song, um, Brother Taylor, and let's all stand. Boy, I believe somebody needs to come to Jesus this morning. If you're here today, let the water of life flow in you and through you. Let it fill up your soul. Let it fill up your life. Two parts there. Sing whenever you get ready. Oh, some of them are going to come sing. Boy, I appreciate that. Boy, I'm glad of that. Mind the Lord. Hey, they're going to come sing. Uh, that's, that's a blessing to me. I'm glad y'all coming to sing. Folks, let's mind the Lord this morning. Let's mind the Lord. And then we'll get back uh, to that first river maybe a little bit. Maybe the second one. There's more in that. Maybe God will let me get back in that, but we won't just wait and let them get started singing. I want you to pray. Let me beg you this morning. If you're lost and you need to get saved, come to the altar. If you're here and you've been saved, you're not living for God like you should, come to the altar. If you're here this morning and you don't know where you're at and you feel the liberty to do it, come to the altar and pray. We'll pray with you. Obey the Lord. This offer may not be repeated again. Help us, God. This plan that was made many years yeah, Lord, ago help us. on a hill help us, God. called Mount Calvary at an old rugged cross. God. God bless us. Help us, Lord. Yeah. A child Praise God. Amen. Come to Jesus.
You got something to help in this invitation? You're welcome. Any of you preachers have. My the Lord. Yeah, Lord. Well, there's power here this morning. I feel it in my soul. Roy, I, I, I can't think of a place in the whole world that I'd rather be than right here, right now, this morning. Why? Because I feel God's power here. This is where I'm supposed to be. Where you're supposed to be. I'm glad God let us come here. If you're here and you're not saved, do you want to get saved? You know, God does miracles in our life. He blesses us. He does things for us. But then there's something God wants us to do for him. We don't earn salvation. It's not by works. But you have to do something to get saved. You have to seek the Lord. You have to come to him. You have to call on him. Oh, come today. Help us, Lord. The offer still stands. Please obey He's the Lord. The offer stands today. Praise God. He's holding out his hand. Please obey the Lord. With salvation's plan, the offer still stands. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Lord, praise God. He's waiting for you. Yeah, Lord. He's holding out his hand with salvation's plan. Yeah, buddy. The offers. Yeah. He's holding out his hand with salvation's plan. Amen. The offer still stands. Yeah, Lord. The offer still stands. Yeah. Praise God. The offer still stands. Boy, I love that song. And I believe God's offering that offer to somebody this morning. Just say a word to you, and then maybe we have another song. We'll just go step at a time. But in the first chapter of the book of John, the Bible starts out, says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it tells us that everything was made was made by Him. And think about it. That's talking about Jesus Christ. Well, how do you know? Well, sounds like it. But if you go on down in the 14th verse, it said, And the Word was made flesh. That has to be talking about the Lord. He was born of a virgin. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's the 14th verse. Now, listen to what the 16th verse said. I'll just read it. And of his fullness. That's talking about the Lord's fullness. You think about this. Try to wrap your mind and heart around this. And of his fullness have all we received. That's talking about everybody's saved. It said, and grace for grace. Nothing else would take the place of grace and God had plenty of it and has plenty of it today and he reaches out and he speaks to the hearts. So the word that was in heaven before the world was, it's still real today and it cares about us. He does. 
I'd like for everybody to just bow your heads for just a moment and close your eyes. I'd like to just talk to you just a minute. It won't be too long. I believe God's calling somebody here today, and the offer does still stand. Boy, what a song. That's a wonderful song. And if you're here today and you're not saved, don't know if you're saved, not where you need to be with God, I'd like for you to think about this, how simple it is to come to the altar. We're not here to put you down or to uh, talk uh, down to you or look down on you, not a bit. I was in that spot one time, and the church, with God's help, reached out to me with such great love, and it touched my heart. And I saw I need to be saved. Well, preacher, why did you want to get saved so bad? Because I didn't want to die and go to hell. Hell's a real place. Die without Jesus, you have to go to hell. So I want you to think about that right now, and uh, I want you to consider it. A lot of times I ask people if you feel that way to hold your hands up. I don't feel like doing that. I feel like doing something different this morning. With heads bowed and eyes closed right now, if there's somebody nearby to you, if you're a Christian in fellowship with the Lord and God's stirring your heart and you've got a burden for somebody, with heads bowed and eyes closed, well, can't embarrass anybody with nobody looking. If you feel like just getting somebody the hand or whispering in somebody's ear, saying, do you need to go to the altar? I'll go with you. When I was about 12 years old, my good friend Rodney Mason was already saved. He was sitting by me in church. He leaned over to me and said, buddy, do you need to go to the altar? I'll go with you. And I come to the altar, and that was the start of my journey seeking the Lord. So if you're here, and if you just need to tap somebody on the hand or put your arm around somebody or just whisper, do you need to go to the altar? If God wants you to do that, that's okay. Even aside from that, if you feel in your heart right now like you're needing to come, I'm begging you to please come. Please come right now, right here. You know if you're feeling that or not. I can't see in your heart, but I have a burden for some folks here this morning. I believe somebody needs to come. Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. Now, in just a minute, we're going to ask them to sing another song. Oh, I believe, go ahead and start singing. That's fine. Praise God.
appreciate Christina. Thank God for her that she's coming. Let's let you say what's on your heart. I just been saved. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord. Now, now just stay here just to just a thought. Now, you know, it's our normal custom. We're not going to do that this morning. It's our normal custom uh, to come around and shake hands and a lot of times give people hugs, and we like to do that, but due to this coronavirus thing, we've kind of adopted a little different pattern and it still works all right. The uh, Lord's been blessing us in it. And for Christina, come and get saved in her testimony. Let's give her some applause. Uh, thank the Lord for you. Listen, now, he said he wanted to join church and get baptized. You want to do that too? Okay. Can I hear a move we receive? Christina's a candidate for baptism. Okay, move in a second. Everybody favorite, just raise your hand. Okay. Thank the Lord for you. Now you can go back if you want to. Thank you. Boy, how, how precious is that? <clears throat> how precious is that? Boy, that's, I just, that blesses my soul. You know what? That's part of that running my cup over. That's running my cup over this morning. Now, that's wonderful. Praise God. It just doesn't get any better than somebody getting saved. But I don't believe we're done yet this morning. I believe, and uh, that's, if, if everybody will, let's all stand back up. Well, most of you stand anyway. But I'd like for us to have another song. I believe there's some. I believe we've got some coming. It's got a special on our heart coming to sing. Boy, praise God. Well, I appreciate that. I, that blessed me, blessed my soul when I saw y'all start to come. I said, thank you, God. Well, I'm glad God sends what we need every time we need it. And you know what? He's always right on time. The Lord never is late. Praise God. Boy, look at the, our happy, uh, precious youth that's coming. And now listen. I believe, I believe there's some more here needing to get saved this morning. And probably some needing to rededicate their life to the Lord. Please come and pray. We'll just, see, we don't, we don't try to agonize anybody or embarrass anybody. Christina wasn't embarrassed. She, now, I didn't ask her this, but she'd probably say, well, I was a little shy about coming. Most everybody is. I was. But God will help you come while he's calling you. I tell, let me say something else. Let me say this. If you're here this morning, and you, there might be somebody in the house like this. We had a woman one time sitting right where you're sitting, Mike. She didn't feel like she was able to get to the altar. And I made this request. I said, if you're here, you're not able to get to the altar, raise your hand up and we'll gather around where you're at and pray. She raised her hand up. Her little lip was quivering. We gathered right around right where she's at. She got safe sitting right in her seat. God's able. If you're here this morning and you don't think you're able to get to the altar, if you raise your hand up, wave it at me if you have to. I'll come to you. We'll pray wherever you at. Sing whenever you get ready. Mind the Lord. But somebody come, mind the Lord. Please come. Please come. Come join me. Let's pray together. Come, let's pray together. Listen. Oh, listen. Boy, somebody else needs to come real bad. Now you know, preacher, that's the burden I got. That's the burden I got. That's what I feel. God lets us know. You can tell the mountains to be cast into the sea. Amen. Lord, without you, I have nothing on my own. I'll tell you what, plenty of room here. 
I'll get down right here. Come find this dog over here. Let's talk to Jesus this morning. Please come. Obey the Lord. Whoever needs to come, just come. Trust Jesus. speaking to your heart, obey the Lord. But this is what I need to emphasize now. If you're here and you're saved and you don't belong to this church, but God's laid on your heart, you need to join this church. And I believe there's some like that. Please obey the Lord. We're glad to have you. Everybody that's saved 
needs to be where God wants them, doing what God wants them to do. If you're not doing that, you're being a hindrance. This may sound harsh, but I didn't, I didn't write this. This is what the Lord said. He said, he that's not with me is against me. He said, he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Now, you don't, I'm not saying anybody here is a bad person. I, I doubt if there's a bad person in the house. That'd be my way of looking at it. But if you're here today and you're not where God wants you to be, then that's a bad spot to be in. Please obey the Lord. Still, if you're lost, you need to come, come. If you're out of fellowship, you need to come, come. But especially, I need to emphasize, I'll say that again. If you're here today and you know you're saved and God's wanting you to join this church, you need to do that to be a light to somebody. So saying when you're ready, come let us know that. Come follow the Lord. Come let us know that. Come let us know that. Obey the Lord. interesting because when Linda and I were sitting up there before church ever got started, she said, oh, listen to the sound of those babies. And I said, amen. And uh, that, was a, that touched my heart. I appreciate you all being here. Now, anybody else got something on your heart? Now, I'm going to say this to you. And just like I said, in just a moment or two, we're going to throw the blame for the announcements. But if you're here and God's troubled your heart about something and for whatever reason that you didn't move, if you'd like to talk to somebody, and if that somebody be me, after church, feel free to approach me. Or even if we're gone from church, most everybody has my number, call me. Or Linda, we'll talk to you. We'll try to help you. Be seated.
So church tonight will not be in the building. We'll have a streaming service tonight at 6 o'clock. Um, the deacons are, and the pastor are going to meet right after church today uh, to discuss uh, after this weekend what our services should look like uh, and you know, try to get things back to normal uh, as much as we can. And so pray for us in that meeting. Uh, we're trying to keep people's health and safety uh, at the, you know, the forefront and consider things and, and look at what the numbers are uh, and just trying to make the right decision. So pray for that. Uh, today, as service is over, uh, we're going to do just like we did last week. Uh, and uh, so what I mean by that is we're going to dismiss row by row, starting from the back, just like a funeral service. All right. So the ushers will let you out. There are offering plates in the foyer. Uh, if you'd like to make your tithes or offerings, you can make those on your way out. We would ask you, as you get released, leave. Uh, go to the parking lot, and uh, we know everybody likes to visit, visit in the parking lot. Uh, we're trying to keep people from passing each other as much as possible. And so uh, go out to the parking lot and visit, and uh, I'll be out there visiting after we get done with everything as well. But uh, don't stay in the church. Please leave uh, as quickly as you can. Uh, I will tell you that uh, we continue before every service to have everything cleaned, and Brother Doug's been doing a good job uh, getting everything cleaned down. So uh, I just wanted to mention that as well. And so... Uh, I think that's everything. Did I miss anything? Okay. Um, if everybody would, I'll have you stand. I'm going to ask Brother Johnny Buchanan if he would to dismiss us in prayer. Amen.